Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Safe and secure comes with ceilings and walls. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is a statement that I had texted out to an individual who reached out via text for just a little bit of guidance and insight and, and a little bit of an ear. Well, here's the thing. When you text me, you're way more likely to get just tidbits of my opinion than if we are talking on the phone. When we're talking on the phone or we're using a Zoom call, especially when it comes to clients, I am so focused on what you have to say that I don't typically just insert one-liners. Well, this individual wasn't on the phone and she wasn't a client. She was just a dear friend of mine who reached out and said, I just want to throw some ideas by you real quick. Well, I was actually multitasking in the moment and let's get real, you guys. I don't do that super well. I mean, I know we, as especially as women, we like to claim that we're great multitaskers, but our minds really only can focus on one thing at a time. So there was a lot of going back and forth with my focus. I was focusing on one thing and then when the phone would ding, I would shift my focus back to her and then we would just you know, continue on. Well, one of the things that she reached out and said was, I'm having trouble figuring out what the next steps are when it comes to career. She's a teacher and a phenomenal one at that. In fact, I've always said that she's kind of like the coach version of a teacher where she can truly meet those kids where they are. I absolutely love that about her. Anyway, she's also done a lot of administrative work. And so she's got limitless possibilities when it comes to what she's capable of doing. And she was saying, hey, I'm kind of thinking about maybe doing some like online tutoring stuff. And I'm pretty sure I could make a killing doing that. But, you know, that's not the safe and secure route. Without even thinking, I said to her, safe and secure comes with ceilings and walls. She immediately got the analogy, and in a few minutes, I'm going to share with you how she responded to that, but I don't want to do that yet because I want to stay focused on this particular analogy. What do you think I meant by safe and secure, the safe and secure route, and I'm doing air quotes as if you could see that, comes with ceilings and walls. In order to unpack that, we first need to kind of define what does safe and secure mean. In this instance, I think what she meant by safe and secure is the known, And while there's always an element of the unknown when we go into some sort of new job or or new career or whatever, for her, there's a path that has been laid out. If she stays in the the district that she's in and continues along the pre-written path that's already been done for her with regard to what the unions had set out and what her school is allowing and what her district is allowing, she can pretty much know this is approximately how much money I will be making at this amount of time. And if I don't leave, that that number will continue to go up. And it is known. It is safe and it is secure. Whereas if I jump ship from that and I try to go and do my own thing, there is nobody who is, quote, backing me up, right? There's no guaranteed money there. There's no guaranteed security there. And man, that is scary, that's scary. And so it doesn't feel secure. And I get that. I get why someone would not want to jump ship from something that is safe and secure to go into something that is completely unknown. But let's talk about the flip side of that. 
what are these walls and the ceilings that I'm referring to? If she decides to stay where she is, along that path that she's on, then she knows that there are barriers that are put into place. There are ceilings that are put into place. Yes, she very well may understand and know that there is an increase in salary coming. And she also knows that there is a cap on that salary or that she won't make more than that amount until 10 years from now, for example. Whereas if she leaves that safe and secure and goes into the unknown, one of two things could happen. There may be no floor <laughs> in her, in her uh, unknown area, so she could lose everything. And there's also no ceiling. So she could make four times the amount she's making right now within a year. Who knows? There is no ceiling there. And there's not the same walls. So there are barriers. There are things that we run into when we, when we go into a new venture. I would be completely lying to you if I said that when I opened my own business, things just went beautifully and there were no barriers and there were, you know, the, the skies opened for me and everything fell into place. Yeah, that is not how it happened. There were so many unknowns and so many lessons that I had to learn that it, it certainly wasn't easy. And it really didn't feel like the sky was the limit. It felt like there were lots of ceilings all around me. And I know that the truth is, in the end, there is no ceiling. I can break through certain expectations and certain barriers. And I want nothing more than that for her as well. Now, before I go on, I do want to say that I have zero judgment on whatever decision she wants to make. There's nothing wrong with safe and secure. In fact, there's a really strong argument that that's kind of an important thing. And I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I want to let you know that it was a lot easier for me to venture out into the completely unknown when it came to starting a business because I like to tell my husband I had my own sugar daddy on the side. My husband has been very supportive of our family from the get-go. And while he knows that I'm quite capable of going out and getting a job and bringing in higher income for our family, we decided that as long as we were able to make it work, that I would stay home with the kids. And that was not an easy decision. It definitely required some sacrifice on our, our part and uh, not just monetary sacrifice. There was a very strong emotional sacrifice from me because I love getting out and producing. I love meeting new people. I love making an impact. And I felt very, very limited in what I was able to do with my sweet little two-year-olds running around at the time. And so when I decided to venture out and start a business, and I'm actually not talking about this business, I'm talking about a small direct sales business that I started 14 years ago, I, I decided that I wanted to do that just for me, just for the emotional side of me, it had zero to do with dollars, but it gave me a just a taste of what it would be like to be my own boss, to be my own business owner, to be able to go out and make that impact. I share that because I want you to know that it took a long time to make good money. And there are times when I'm still not consistent in what I'm able to bring. So if that's the case, and I didn't have my sugar daddy on the side, would I have been as 
willing to get rid of the ceiling and the walls? Mm, I don't know that I would have. And at that, that brings me to talk about risk tolerance. We don't all have the same level of risk tolerance. Some of us can just, you know, go with it and not worry about it. And we could sleep in our car and it's no big deal. And some of us are like, no, I, I really kind of like the security of walls and a ceiling. <laughs> and, and that is exactly what she said to me, uh, not in direct response to my statement, but a little bit further down the down the thread. She said, you know, and in this case, ceilings and walls would actually be preferred over, you know, homelessness. And so we kind of had a chuckle about that. And, and it, it just reminded me that sometimes we don't always have the luxury of making those decisions for ourselves because there might be other people that we need to consider, whether it's a spouse or children. And we just, you know, we need some of that security. So I say all of that just to let you know that there is time and a place for everything. And there is going to be a time in your life when safe and secure is absolutely called for. And that's why I encourage all of my clients to have a peace of mind fund. If you just started listening, that's my words for an emergency fund. I just believe very strongly in saving for what you want, not for what you want to avoid. And so I have a peace of mind fund because that's what I strive for. I, I try to avoid emergencies. Having said that, I always make sure that people have a peace of mind fund because we want that security. We can behave better when we know that there's a cushion there. We can get up onto that tightrope if we know that there's a trampoline at the bottom or some big fluffy pillow that we're going to fall onto, right? If we are walking a tightrope and there's nothing there, we kind of freak out a little bit. And we think, oh, I'm not, I'm not so sure I'm willing to walk this tightrope because one misstep and game over. So let's get that peace of mind fund in place and an opportunity fund. This is a piece that so many financial coaches miss. I want you to have the ability to take advantage of opportunities when they come about. I want you to be able to say, you know what, I have this security in place, so now I can really test myself. I can reach more potential. Because one of the really negative things that can happen with the idea of being safe and secure is it's easy to get stuck there. And when we get stuck there out of fear, then we do not reach that potential that we were created to do. And if you are feeling called to do something bigger, to do something better, to do something scarier, I don't want you to say no to that thing just because you're scared. So let's get some of those things in place first. We'll get a peace of mind fund put together. For some people, that's thousands and thousands of dollars. Some people can go, well, I want to have three to six months worth of expenses some people say, I want a full year. I would say, I want whatever's going to make you feel comfortable enough to be willing to take some risk. And then whether it's right after or even at the same time, yes, I did say at the same time. I know I'm a lot different than some of the other coaches out there. I would love for you to create an opportunity fund. Why not allow yourself to get some of that stuff in place so that when an opportunity comes around, you can still be safe and secure and take advantage of that opportunity? 
If you have questions about how that works and how you can get started with that, I encourage you, go to chatwithmc.com and schedule a session and we will talk about it. We'll see how it relates to your specific situation. I'm not going to name my friend on the show, just in the interest of anonymity, but I know she listens and I just want to say thank you for letting me use this story to help other people learn from it. And just on a side note, I can't wait to see what you do with the God-given talents that you have for the kids and their parents and their siblings and all of the people who they are going to impact because of the impact that you have had on them. I'm super excited to see what that looks like. You guys, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye-bye.